baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio with our producer Chad Ellis and the return of Aaron Tarlow. Hi. The owner of Southern Armory. Aaron is back in studio after you, a long hiatus. You you missed me. I did. You guys gave me a group hug. It was awesome. I did miss you. And it's <laughs> great to it is great to have you back in studio. You have been a busy man. I have uh, been. traveling yeah, around no this uh, great country, the land of liberty, spreading a message of justice and freedom everywhere you go. And no and no gun control. So uh yeah. So um <laughs> Uh, now that we have you back in the studio, I've got a lot of things that I want to get to. Some new stories, some stories that happened uh, maybe a week ago that we haven't really had a chance to mm-hmm. talk about. I want to get your thoughts on those things. And I've got some questions here that have been submitted that maybe uh, hopefully we'll have some time to get to. But first, and, before and, we get to all of that, yeah. what's happening at Southern Army? Oh, let me tell you. So uh, gunsmith stuff is going on. Uh, as far as, you know, we're getting all those people in that we're looking to hunt, getting a lot of uh, traffic in for those folks that are looking to kind of upgrade. In the store yesterday, we had a, a gentleman who came in, and he's like, I got a single action 243 for my son, I'm looking to upgrade, and we can do that, you know, get it in now, it'll be in next week. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things to get into us, because uh, right now, pickings are pretty good as we get closer into you know, hunting season, right? So really mm-hmm. the end of October, that's when you're going to find that that gun you wanted isn't around. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you have to compromise on your optic or your ammunition, et cetera. So now is really the time. That's This is no joke to, yeah. to get in and buy that ammo. I get it. It's September. Right. <laughs> right. We're, we're like two not, months away. It was 95 degrees this week. Yeah. If you don't feel like the fall yeah. is close by, but it really is. Yeah, it is. It's right around the corner. So, yeah. you know, buy, buy that ammo now. Get it out of the way. Get that gun out of your, your gun safe and come in and, you know, have us inspect it, clean it, mount a new optic for you, whatever you've been putting off. Don't put it off. I've been talking about it for, you know, probably the last month, month and a half. But, yeah. I mean, now, I mean, literally right around the corner, even I'm starting to get my stuff ready. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go this year, and we've got 13 acres in Hillsboro. we got a creek. You know, I can drive there and then walk back, and, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So I'm going to go, and I've got a uh, great little, like, plot next to us that's uh, soybean this year, and they love soybeans. So uh, it's funny. Um, if you need a trail cam, we can get those for you nice. and uh, and the shooting sticks and all this other stuff. So I'm walking back from the front of our property to the back of our property, and I see all this grass laid down, right? And it's all one direction. I'm like, that's really weird. And uh, so I, I stuck a trail cam that we had uh, at the store uh, right there and started seeing all these deer. And it's, nice. it's really neat because they come in and then they hang out all day in this area. So as long as I'm there before, you know, sunrise, I'll be perfect shape. But they hang out in this area. So I've been watching. This is probably going to be horrible. But I've been watching uh, the fawns and stuff. 
uh, grow up. <laughs> like, yeah, it's been it's been bad. I don't know if I'm gonna probably go after a buck. <laughs> like, I can't kill the kids. It's gonna be horrible. But uh, so yeah, so I've been watching them and they run around and they play and the, the trail cam uh, is just awesome. You know, it does video and it does fo- uh, photo and then it has sound and I hear them in there bleating and it's really. It's been really cool uh, watching them all summer. And uh, for the last few years, we've had this piece of property, and I've been watching them literally uh, the entire time. So, nice. you know, if you know where they're at, it's it's really great. Uh, if you're going out hunting for the very first time, come in and chat with me. I have some first-timer tips. Yeah. Um, or, you know, for take it from a guy that used to hunt property that was never his, and I never knew what I was getting into. I used to belong to a, a hunting club, and they had land all over Illinois, Missouri, Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska, and stuff, and so I never knew what I was getting into. I'd just get a, a map on a piece of property, and it would be a hey, this is where you're going, and I'd be okay, and I'd get the the topo, and you know, like all the cool stuff that you can get. And yeah, I'd look, and I and I I got pretty good at picking the spots, like where yeah. I'd want to sit. Um, that was definitely just, keep listening because uh, he may not be he might he doesn't even know I'm saying this he may maybe hearing this for the first yeah. time as well <laughs> our uh, our buddy Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors has been on the show many times I'm gonna be calling on him and Absolutely. some other um, of our of our friends that are in the deer hunting uh, in the hunting industry and we will have those folks on the show in the next several weeks yep. to talk about all the stuff that's happening with hunting season. So, yep. Tim, if you're listening, yeah, uh, surprise. expect uh, expect Chad to be reaching out to you yep. very soon to book so, to book you, you on the show. If you need a hunting blind, if you need a stand or self climber, you can let us know. Uh, if you got the specific model, great. If not, we can show you what we can get a hold of. You can, I would, if it's a ladder stand, I've got a ladder stand. I would have us ship that directly to your house. Yeah, I wouldn't even bother, you know, moving it twice. Yeah, shipping it know? twice. Yeah, I would just just ship it to your house, and then mm-hmm. you don't have to drag it out from the store. I'll help you. I drag it out from the store and put it in your car, but you got to get it down, and they are and get pretty heavy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I got to figure out, you know kind of what's going on and if you're going to use a self-climber or a ladder stand please rope yourself in mm-hmm. you know make sure you make sure mm-hmm. you secure yourself so you don't fall yeah because uh, that a lot of those uh incidences you know every year you hear about them so yeah. um guys either breaking necks breaking backs breaking legs it's not it's not good knock mm-hmm. you out for quite a while yeah uh gun sales are up that's you great know, handgun stuff is going on and um get blue label glock through us still we've been selling a lot of those and then um a lot of guys coming in looking for like bigger guns to defend the house with it's been a it's been an interesting mix and then a few people coming in looking for some smaller pistols to carry um so we've we've got it all and if you've got something specific in mind we can order it we had a gentleman actually in wednesday wednesday and uh he wanted us to get a specific gun from the manufacturer and we're like okay so we call them up and we're like hey you know none of the wholesalers have this gun what's the story where can we get it from and so we worked we worked all those details out too so it's we really are here to here to help you here to you know we're just not a customer you're just not a customer to us you're you know yeah you're, you're part more, of the family yeah pretty much part of the family especially you come in pretty regularly we got our regulars that do come in oh yeah and it's it's awesome if you've got a used gun to sell we buy used guns so come in and uh we'll figure out what we can give you for it and Get you some money, or you can put it on consignment, or you can trade it to a new gun. So we do all that, all that fun stuff. Suppressors are starting to move a little bit. Uh, one of our, we're networked with some other dealers, and they're like, "I got a tax ba- tax stamp back in six months." 
No, that's great. I was like, you're a liar. He sent me a photo. I'm like, no joke. So it's fast. Uh, that was that was really quick. It really was because we've been seeing more like that ten months to a year mark. Yeah. So I'm guessing um, the 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 cause of this. So we've been kind of hounding our ATF people. Um, is the FBI. The FBI apparently is backed up on the fingerprint background checks. Mm. Uh, I don't know how much I believe that necessarily. Um, I just got a like the TSA pre-check and stuff done, and uh, they had it to me really quick. Like you know, and I had to give fingerprints for it. So I don't know what the what the story is, but I, whatever I guess the backlog is 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 done. And everybody was telling me like three four weeks for TSA uh, the quick check before they got everything done, and it was literally like forty eight hours, seventy two hours. Hmm. But I'm on file too, like several right. times over. So right, right, right. I don't think that really has anything to do. Or maybe they knew that I'm a co-host of Second Amendment Radio. That's probably it. They just said Psh, push this guy right through. Yeah, right. so there's a lot of benefits. Yeah, being a part of this show. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, the more I kind of look at uh, the grand scheme of things in the media and in the state of the the nation, I'm sure you probably have a few things. They are really deceiving the public, and I've been doing a lot of education. On that, people I bump into and just chatting with them, and like, you don't believe me? Look here, look, check out this Google search I did. You know, and I'm I'm bumping through them. Like, did you know we had another school shooting in Alabama at a football game? I did. You did. I did. I heard but, nothing in but the media. I, I know. I was gonna say, but I look in. I I keep an eye on those types of things. Yeah. I didn't see anything about it anywhere. None of the talking heads. I saw heads. no reporting on it. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, Ten people. Sh- for those of you that are like, what? Um, Happened on the 31st of August, so pretty pretty fresh, right? You'd think you would have heard about it all through September, uh, at least the first week. Okay. And nothing. Uh, Ten people shot, and uh, from what I'm gathering, it was a handgun. They didn't really specifically come yeah, out. And I can't remember the details. but Say, but I'm sure if it was a, a black rifle, an evil black rifle, yeah. it would have been all over the media. Yeah, if it would have been an AR. Yep. yep. So, didn't fit the narrative. Didn't Not fit worth the narrative. talking about. Not worth talking about. Yeah, that's how it goes. I know, man. It's sad. It's super sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for those of you that uh, are just hearing about this for the first time, pr- probably no surprise, right? But for those of you that are like, "Yeah, I knew about that," tell your friends, man. Um, so it, it's funny because where I go to church, we're gonna have our min- my minister on, our pastor on, and uh, I was talking to people at church about it, and they're like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no way," and I'm like, "Uh huh," six days ago. And I was pulling up the article, and they were like, you're kidding me. Like, I had no idea. And I'm like, yep. yep. Doesn't fit the narrative. But it doesn't fit their narrative. So, you know, you got to get out, and you got to tell these people, um, your friends and your family and everything else. Um, and if you follow us on Second Amendment Radio, then uh, you're going to hear about it this week, uh, obviously, um, and then uh, or this past week, and then uh, Southern Armory, too. So get on the socials, because I'm keeping an eye on those things, and I like, I like doing a little midweek update whether it's just a, a topic that somebody submitted to me or whether it's a a new story that's kind of up and coming take your pick sometimes it's all all the above uh the other day where were we it was me and piper we were out doing a daddy daughter day um because i actually took a day off which is pretty unheard of especially yeah. during the week good for you um good so for you. we went and we were we went to the park and we did all the stuff and we were driving from one park to the next park because the one park was a little crowded, and man, I tell you what, I get nervous. Um, so we went to another park, which is my old elementary school, and uh, we were playing and everything. And then I was like, you know, I want to do a live stream while we're going over there. So that's what we did. And then, of course, by the time we got there and by the time I finished live stream, somebody was snoring in back. So we just drove home, <laughs> 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 took a nap. It was that's good. Funny. It was fun. That's it's awesome. good. Kids are awesome. They're a yep. lot of fun. Yeah. And if you've never met Piper, she's at the store. 
all the time. You, yeah, you can go in right now, and she will she will get you ammunition. She mm. likes pushing that beef jerky mix. So if you make your own mm-hmm. beef jerky out of deer or turkey or whatever you make your jerky out of, we've got the cures for you. So uh, you can. She likes pushing the hot stuff. Yeah. Which she doesn't like the hot stuff. That's the. Maybe that's why. Maybe she wants it all gone so yeah. she doesn't have to eat it. She's really good at it, though. That's all. She got yeah. some made by two the other day. She I was is. like, what? Really? Yep. You kidding me? No, she's all a good right. salesman. Yeah. Ancha's there. Ancha's been getting a ton of love. Yep. Give her a dog treat while you're there. Yep. Just ask for one. We'll give it to you. You know, Ancha loves treats. Mm-hmm. So, and my wife likes uh, Starbucks coffee. Just going to throw that there out there. There you go. So, you want to <laughs> appease all three people. Take, yeah. You know, buy Keep beef everybody. jerky, dog bone, coffee for the wife. Keep everybody happy. You can just come in and say, hey to me, I listen to Second Amendment Radio, and that's a thrill. Good I'll, sit down, and, I'll right. sit down and talk with you. That's awesome. Um, Get a few guns we're going to crank out, too. Uh, that'll be going on Look yeah. for that Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, so. make sure you keep an eye on Second Amendment Radio and Southern Armory on Facebook. Great place yeah. to keep up with Aaron and those live streams that he mentioned. And uh, uh, just keep up with uh, the show and, and talk, you know, through the week. Yeah. And I love the interaction, too. So if you got questions, you can just throw them in there. Yeah. I've, I've been noticing that on live streams. We're getting more people kind of. That's good. We're, we're getting, like, you know, a ton of people piling in. And then sometimes we get people actually commenting and we have a little conversation, which right. is awesome. So right. Try to get more of that interaction. In Do that. your thing. We'll take Do a break. Thing. And uh, that'll give us plenty of time in the next break oh, to yeah. get to some of these uh We got a lot stories. to talk about, for yes, sure. So, you know, if you want to come into Southern Army, we'd we'd love to meet you. Love to kind of host you, right? It's kind of an old school like environment. You know, I walk in, shake your hand. Sometimes I even walk customers out, you know. And then, <laughs> I've never met a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> my wife will tell you that yeah, all the time. That's good. But come in. Hey, say hey to us. Uh, even if you're just driving by, stop. Uh, 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 270 and 44 and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. The team's back together. We haven't it done is. that Oh, in a while. man, that, feels, that it felt does, good. It did oh, feel man. good. I mean, apart from being really tired, this was, that, was, <laughs> that brightened my day right there. <laughs> all right, we are going to take a break, but we have plenty more Second Amendment radio to go. We've got some news stories to get to. We've got some of your questions to get to. You don't want to miss it. Keep it right here on 97.1 FM Talk. Welcome back to Second Amendment radio on 97.1 FM Talk. Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, Chad Ellis, our producer, Tony Colombo, that's me. We're all in studio with you, and we appreciate you listening. Don't forget, if you miss anything and you want to go back and catch it, you can always download our podcast absolutely free on the website, 971talk.com, or the radio.com app. Radio.com app is free as well. Once you have it, you favorite the radio station, and then you have access to everything. You can live stream the station 24-7, no matter where you're at. And you can download all the podcasts from all the shows here, yeah. including, of course, Second Amendment Radio. I got so a buddy. Don't miss anything. Yeah. Uh, he actually, he's he's been, whenever I kind of need extra hands when I'm dealing with the news media. So, hmm. uh, KFTK, uh, not KFTK, KSDK. Sorry, yes. you know, everybody always sounds the same. Channel 5 yep. came out and did another interview. It's going to be Aaron here in a couple weeks, so we'll have some great footage. You know, Tony likes to splice that up as the intro of me yeah, talking. Uh-huh. So uh, he does, man. I don't I know. Do. He just he loves me, and the camera loves me. It's, anyway, they bought one of those bulls. They bought one of That's those. A fact. Yeah, they does. Can't turn on a television news channel without seeing Aaron Tarlow. Well, you know, here's here's how I look at this, right? And and I was had to think, had to have this epiphany 
uh, alcoholics would call it a moment of clarity. That's a Pulp Fiction line, yes, by the is. way. Yes, so <laughs> um, I had what alcoholics would refer to as a moment of right clarity. clarity. Uh, if if nobody's out there presenting uh, our side to to the news media, we're going to lose this battle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. So if they've got a gun story, I flat out told them, call me, text me, yeah, and I will I will literally make time for you to to do this. So KFTK or KFTK KSDK Channel Five mm-hmm. wanted to do uh, they wanted to shoot one of those bulletproof backpacks. Okay. And so I was like, okay, what do you want to shoot with? They're like, oh, an AR. And I was like, I'm gonna bait these people. <laughs> what what caliber AR would you like to shoot them with? They're like, oh, you know, like an AR-15. And I'm like, correct. What what caliber would you like to shoot shoot the backpack with? A big and, one. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they, you know, they didn't really know what was going on. So. Right. Um, I was like, I tell you what, what are you buying? They're like, oh, we're getting this backpack and it's supposed to stop, you know, like bullets. Bullets, right. And I'm like, okay, you got got any more? So they they get me the spec sheet on what this is supposed to stop. Right. It's supposed to stop up to a 44 mag. It's like level 3A. I'm like, all right, no problem. Speaking of alcohol. Yeah, speaking of alcohol. (laughs) Yeah, hey man, it's like, it's afternoon. It's fine. So, um. It's the freaking weekend. (laughs) All right. <laughs> so anyway, we go out. Uh, we, we, two days, the shoot took place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about body armor, showed them body armor, and then explained kind of the different levels. I don't know how much. They're probably going to use like 30 seconds, right? But um, And then we went and we shot everything from like a 22 long rifle uh, all the way through. I, I didn't bring a 44 Magnum because I couldn't find the ammo for it. That's really bad to say because I work at a gun store. But, uh, <laughs> but 357 Magnum. Uh, that's kind of where I left off. I was coming from home, so mm-hmm. you know, I was like, mm-hmm. "What do I got here at the house?" I had a bunch of forty-four I needed to reload, but I didn't didn't have any loaded. Anyway, so uh, and then we went we went and moved into some rifles. So we shot it with some bolt action rifles, and we shot it with some the AR style rifles. And we really, man, we did a number on it. So I invited them back uh, to cut the body armor apart and recover the projectiles. Mm-hmm. So they haven't quite taken me up on that, but hopefully that'll be coming up this week. So this will be the third time I met with them to do this project. So I'm really... How'd the I'm, backpack hold up? You know, for handgun rounds, it was phenomenal. For rifle rounds, they went right through it like, you know, a hot knife through butter. Really? You know, yeah. I told them that was going to happen anyway. Um, but yeah, it really went well. We started kind of impacting the same area over and over and over again. Um, he goes, yeah, you have a really good cluster. I'm like, we call that a group. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, just the terminology was off, but... yeah. Um, you know, they started kind of doing funny things because they were bullets were hitting bullets, and yeah. it was like, yeah, you know, we probably should pick a different area of the backpack. To yeah, shoot. that's yeah. So then I started kind of moving it around, and it performed really well. I mean, it took a beating. I was pretty surprised, to be honest. Yeah. Um, a few surprises in there. Like I thought the 300 blackout. It was kind of a toss up on that. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, you kind of get what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. like the subsonic stuff's equivalent to like 45 ACP. Yep. You know, and. uh so it was, it was good. So, you know, I'm out there, you know, I'm just not here on the radio. I'm just not a pretty face on Facebook. No. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to. No, you're a newsman. Trying to educate these people, man. Yeah, I really am. No, that's great stuff. So. Um, you mentioned in the last segment uh, when we were talking about hunting, how you should stock up now. It's right mm-hmm. around the corner. Get your ammo while you can. Absolutely. Made me think of the story that broke last week, but you weren't here last week. And we talked a little bit about it on the phone, but it's not the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting here with us. Um, well, about Walmart. About yeah. Walmart making their declaration that they are no longer going to sell handguns. They're no longer going to sell to sell ammunition for ham handguns. 
and uh, they're asking their customers not to open carry. I don't really care about the open carry thing. Right. We could talk about that if you want to, well, but I'm more uh, am interested in your reaction to them not uh, selling handguns or handgun ammunition anymore right. because for a lot of people, you know, Walmart was kind of there. If they couldn't get to a gun store, if there was, you know, that was kind of the 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 close, easy go to if right. you needed something in a pinch. Right. And you know now that's going to so, be taken away. I would imagine for gun stores and for oh, business, yeah. it's a good it's thing. Awesome. But for the I, United I, States consumer, yeah, probably maybe a, probably not a, a poor thing. But there's sure. a lot. Of, there's more gun stores in Walmart's. I'd be willing to bet money on that. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, at least when you look at it, kind of spread out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. There's like a million Walmart's in St. Louis, and there's probably a dozen gun stores. But every gun store. You can easily get to, right? You know what I'm sure, saying? Sure. Like every every, especially every small town, right. you got a gun store. Right. So when you kind of look at it in this perspective, that you know this little bitty small town doesn't have a Walmart. Yeah, I guarantee there's a gun store. But it's still and, you know a major. It's still yeah. you know a, this giant retailer that's uh hey you used know, to be you know, seemingly supportive of yeah second, second amendment rights yeah second so amendment rights. So they they stopped selling handguns a long time ago. Um, oh, okay. So that's so it's like, just the ammunition. It's a non-issue, right? And then the ammunition. Hey, they're loss. You know, what you get to do now as as a Second Amendment lover, you get to uh, support small business, mm-hmm. All right? So you're going to help. You know, us. You know, we're. I mean, I'm not going to. not going to say we're going to see a huge boost in numbers, but we do have a Walmart in Kirkwood, which is right next right next door. So now you got to come to us and buy your handgun ammunition, which is great, right? Right now you're supporting a small business. You're helping us get a little bit more of the market share and and gain. And then for you, now you're not talking to some 18, 19-year-old, 20-year-old that has no idea what you're talking about. A uh, what? A 41 what? Yeah. You mean 40 Smith & Wesson? No, I mean 41 Special. Yeah. Right? No, that, and that's, that's a revolver a cartridge. Anybody that's, well, yeah. maybe you've had better experiences than I have. I've, I've only a couple of times bought ammunition from a Walmart. Right. But when I have- It's, it's brutal. It's literally been, can you point to it? Yeah. And and like here's what I need. Da, 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 you gotta da, go. Da. You gotta go find one of them. Yeah, because it's behind a glass. Right. You know, case. Right. So then you gotta go find one. Oh well, they're in a meeting. They usually let us in. You know? They usually let us behind the counter to oh, just yeah. point to it. Yeah, that's because hilarious. We're, we're like, no, the white box. This one. Right. No, no. Yeah, there's the, a ton of white boxes. Right, it's all Winchester. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, no, I get it. And then they're finally like, can you just come around here and point to it? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so you have they have no idea. And, you go into and, your, you know, you go into Southern Armory. Yeah. You can you can get questions answered and you right. can get information about yep. the products that Absolutely. you're buying, the ammunition that you're buying. And we're happy to special order ammunition. And right. and sometimes we even carry some of the ammunition that you wouldn't find at other gun stores, like the Makarov and the seven sixty by twenty five. Just some weird weird Russian stuff that you're not gonna find at a Walmart. Right. But you will find it in Southern Armory. Right. Um, and you're gonna talk to somebody who knows about the difference between a soft point, a hollow point, you know, a wad cutter. You know, and just regular full metal jacket or full metal jacket that has a complete copper coat um, around it. So you just it's a it's a different experience, and so you're going to get a, a better knowledge. What I have found between and this is talk, you're talking to a guy that you know used to buy ammunition at Walmart before he got into industry. The ammunition we carry is of much better quality overall, mm-hmm. and and some people are like all ammo am, ammunition is the same. It isn't. You know the stuff that Walmart buys. Is they want to they want it cheap, right? So they can beat prices. But when you do cheap ammo, you get cheap powder that's a dirty. You get primers that don't always go off, and then um, they're running these machines at such high speed that sometimes they nick cases. 
and then that doesn't want to uh, feed into your gun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, that is that is the big dirty secret. And if you're in industry, you know this that you know when you run a machine faster, you have to use harder primers because you don't want anything to go off. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the the big difference. I can't so, imagine that ammunition wasn't selling. Well, so, I'm sure it was. So is it, this is just it's pure just, politics, this right? Is, this is pure, pure politics. And the open carry, where did that come from? I mean, let's be serious here. How many times have you been in a Schnucks and seen somebody open carrying? Yeah. You had you Schnucks should, made that announcement this yeah. week, too. And and then you had Kroger, which would have Kroger's around here, I don't think. I used think to, more uh, of a, not anymore. Yeah, it's used a southern, yeah. southern thing. I always see them down south. But yeah, Walmart, um, we, we ask you not to open carry. Yeah, Schnucks got on board. Deerberg's ever... got on board. Deerberg's got on board? Yeah, I think so. You know, it was just, I was like, what is going on? Like, who, what happened with open carry all of a sudden? Yeah. You know? It just seems um, like an easy thing to say. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, and I think it was it's all political. Gonna, yeah, and, and it's, it doesn't affect anybody. No. Because nobody does it. No, you carry a gun in a pocket, <laughs> you know? Nobody, and I'm not going to say that people right. don't do it. I mean, I'm sure people do do it, right? But, but I have never seen it. I have never seen it in a Schnucks. I've never seen it in a Walmart. Yeah. I, I can't say I have never seen it in a Walmart because I have probably seen it in a Walmart once or twice. But Again, I, when I, I don't say, think I have. When I say it's been like at a Walmart, I'm talking like it's Cuba. Right. In you, the middle you of know, nowhere. You're, you know, not you're, you're, yeah, you're not, not, you're not in a metro area and it's probably just more accepted out there. Right. You know, personally. Right. So, I mean, I've, I've definitely seen it. I've done a lot of traveling around and I've definitely seen open carrying Walmart, but not. Not on the scale they're making it seem to be. And it's always, like I said, it's like, I think Cuba, when we were out on my buddy's property out right. off O, shooting, we had to run in to get ammo, and there was a dude there carrying a, revolver, a handgun. And I'm like, huh, okay, whatever. And I don't I don't particularly care, so. Uh, but I think it was just an easy boogeyman to say, hey, look, we're being, we're, we're helping. And I got that little meme of uh, Ralph from The Simpsons, you know, says, I'm, yeah. I'm helping. Yeah. You know, we just throw Stux's logo on there and Walmart's logo and uh that's what it is yeah. it's weird uh i don't i and it just out of nowhere the, the open carry boogeyman came out and i'm like what is going on so we're looking at some stats yeah uh, about um ars and how that's you know it's 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 ars and high capacity magazines those uh-huh. are the like the the key words that the democrats uh are always going after yes they want to get rid of the because because ARs are military type weapons that are strictly made to kill a bunch of people, and that's why we've got to get these type of guns uh, off the streets and make them illegal. And high capacity magazines just you know support that cause. But then right. you look at the real true numbers, oh, and they don't support it. It's a fraction of a percent of shootings that are done by ARs. If, yeah. If you're just talking about shootings, it's handguns. And if you're just talking about deaths, there's more people killed with a hammer in the United States on a yearly basis than, than there rifles. are rifles. With AR, you know, the long rifles. And and the the statistic is rifles. That so is why, all type rifles. So why why are why is the focus and because it, it, it the reason I it, I was reminded of this just now is when we were talking about open carry. So few people, especially in metro areas, open carry. Yeah, that it's like you say that it's it's a non-issue. Why mm-hmm. is it that ARs? Uh, maybe it's a little more of an an issue than open carry. But it's the the numbers say you're not really solving anything. You're, you're not, not changing anything. anything. If you were somehow able, which you're not going to be, but if you were somehow able to take every 
AR long rifle off the streets, you're not the numbers wouldn't change. No. So why is it that that is the focus for the Democrats? Because it's I guess it sounds good. It sounds scary. They're throwing they're scary looking. Yeah, they're throwing military style and a rifle. Couple of the and then you know we got high capacity magazines. We can't have that. You know they can shoot more. And it's just it's funny to me because the number they're using is all deaths involving rifles, and that is bolt action, pump, lever, semi-auto, brake action. Right and shotguns right. too are all lumped into long guns. Uh, there is no specific number that says AR-15, AK-47, right. AR-10. That that doesn't you know FAL. Right, you know, I could I could keep going. Yeah. Right, but there is no like semi-automatic military style rifle. And then that is that is homicides, which are criminal. And then that is justifiable shootings as well. It lumped into that number, including law enforcement and other stuff. Um, so really, when you look at the 374 or 474, I didn't look at it before I came on. I didn't know we were going to get on the show. But it is versus 8,000 with handguns. Yeah. Now, the handgun thing is still the same thing, right? That's revolvers and semi-autos and, you know, um, derringers. Like, it's everything. Sure. But that is, you know, justifiable homicide and also law enforcement shootings. So, you know, it's, it's a skewed number, but you're right. It's a fraction. It is absolutely yeah. a fraction. And then really when you look at it, ARs are not, you know, I mean, yeah, people are using them. But I tell you what, a lot more people are of that mindset of you want to defend your house, you get a 12-gauge or double-up buckshot. Right. And you talk to the old dude, and that's right. what he's going to tell you. Right. You talk to a dude like me, and you're going to be like, you want a 12-gauge, that's fine, but don't do double-up buckshot. <laughs> you get a, you know, get like a four, five, or six. Yeah. Or look, here's here's a specialty round that we carry at Southern Armory, and it's called a flechette. And it doesn't like to go through more than two pieces of drywall. Mm-hmm. So your your kid that's sleeping in the next room over or your fish tank isn't going to get nuked. Right. You know, by double lot buckshot, which double lot buckshot will go through a freaking refrigerator. Oh, yeah. So, you know, don't be throwing double lot buckshot around. And I'm sure there's going to be people out there that are like, Aaron's out of his mind. No, Aaron is, Aaron is, no, no, Aaron's not. He's right. not crazy. The ammunition has gotten to the point where it's so advanced now that, yeah, you're right. You're going to spend maybe two, three bucks on on one shot shell. But I tell you what, the the benefits of it are massive. Yep. You know? All right, we got to take so. a break, but we've got more to go. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Second Amendment Radio on 97.1 FM Talk. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio on 97.1 FM. Talk Tony Colombo in studio with my partner Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Also producer Chad Ellis is here. And we have been catching up. Aaron's been out of the studio for the last few weeks, getting to, uh, caught up on some of the big stories that have happened in, here recently. Um, another story that I wanted to get your thoughts on was, I don't even know if you saw this, because you and I haven't even talked about this off the radio, I don't, I don't think, off the air. Um, last week, the city of San Francisco declared the <laughs> NRA a domestic terrorist, terrorist yeah. organization. Uh, uh, literally put them on the list yeah. of terrorist organizations. Now, is that just a San Francisco list? It's just a San Francisco oh, list, but they uh, have urged the federal government to follow suit. Really? Yes. Oh, well, you know, um, I got my theory on that. 
So you know we have we have our friend Alex Salzman at the Missouri Firearms yeah. Coalition, and there's other there's other groups that do very good work in defending your Second Amendment rights. Uh, why wouldn't the Missouri Firearms Coalition be declared a because it's domestic local. It's local. It's, well, you I, know, I, it's regional, maybe. No, I know, I know, you know, but, I know, but I yeah, mean, the Firearms Coalition, because you know they have different chapters: Missouri, Illinois, Iowa, etc. Like how like. Because the NRA is big name recognition, and uh, San Francisco is full of, uh, I don't know if I can use that word on there, liberals, call that. I was going to use a different term. But. I understand. I know what you're going to say, but yeah, you're- Well, you're... probably had tart at the end of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, that's 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 that. It, they, they needed uh, another whipping boy, and uh, the NRA was it. Uh, they didn't do Gun Owners of America. They don't have the numbers. Uh, the NRA does. The NRA is an institution that's been around uh, since, you know, several hundred years now and really promoted marksmanship uh, for the military and law enforcement and for the civilian world, too. This isn't a commercial for them, even though they should sponsor us because we rock. But um, that might be controversial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, they've been around for for quite a while. And uh, so everybody tends to know that name, NRA, National Rifle Association. Also, if you probably look at the demographics, it fits the particular demographics in which they're trying to um, say are the problem. I'm sure everybody out there has seen that meme that, you know, white men with guns are the the real terrorist. I see that and I just Mm -hmm. get angry. I'm Mm -hmm. like, not even close, man. You know, -hmm. um, know, we're law-abiding gun owners. And generally when you, you see these mass shootings, um, just from what I've seen, there there's a few common themes, like they're on um, the SSRI um, uh, drugs, and then they're, they're uh, left-leaning, like a socialist or a Democrat or, or something like that. Yeah, and it's just yeah. Like, and, wow. in, in a week that we saw the anniversary of 9-11, to, to just even talk about an organization like the National Rifle Association— yep. That is a you know an American organization, it, pure yeah, very yeah, pure. You, you know, to be lumped in in the word terrorist, terrorist yeah. is is absolutely a, a just I, a joke. I was just shocked, and I was just like, then I saw where it came out of, and uh, it's funny because we have strangely we have a customer base in California, and so when they call, I'm always like, really California, <laughs> like, and then you know you figure out who it is, and uh, then you realize they're in Northern California. That is a totally different place. Yeah, it is. Then, then well, the that's southern... why they talk about wanting to split off. Yeah, people it, in Northern it, California. It really is. About it's, wanted to. It's kind of that's like, not where the people are. So yeah, they don't have the. They don't have the power. They don't have the power. But yeah, Northern California. Uh, you talk to guys out there, and they're like, "Dude, I'm open carrying right now. Right. <laughs> it ain't a big deal. I've got a CCW permit." Right. And it's like. You're in California. Like, what's going on? Um, right. And, you know, but you, can't, you still can't give them certain firearms, still can't sell them high-capacity magazines. But we're, we are a dealer that will ship into California, and apparently that is super rare. A lot of dealers have just said, I ain't going to deal with it. Because you do have to get it. You have to get a California state federal firearms license, and you have to notify them of shipment and get a transact. And it is a pain. It does take longer to do it. But at the same time, I, I believe those folks out there have a right to – to have firearms and to right. get ammunition and, and accessories that they want. Um, but, you know, I, and I was questioning when they call, like, are you going to move? You, you know, Missouri's accepting. You could move here. And they're like, oh, man, I love it here. And it's like, I get it. Right. Um, generally, they always fall back to the, I got my weed plant growing over here. And I've got <laughs> my, I got my gun. And I'm happy. And I'm like, 
don't let the federal like a, I mean, yeah. Don't let the federal government know. It does know. seem to be a pretty great place to live, Northern California. Yeah. But, but yeah, you, um, you do have to deal with those uh the politics. Yeah, you do yeah. have to deal with the politics so, that go along with that. But it's it's funny because uh I had I had family in in Volcano, which is a small little town and and uh it's great, man. I loved it. I would go out there and spend 2-3 weeks and uh I loved it. I thought it was great. And then when I started really getting into guns and stuff and kind of realizing where I wanted to live, I, uh, California came off the list pretty right. quick. Yeah. So. Uh, I want to get to, while we still have a little bit of time left, um, we haven't had a chance to do this in a long time, and some of these questions have been piling up. So no. people have been submitting questions. Yeah, at Tony Columba 971 on Twitter. Of course, we always talk about the Second Amendment Radio and the uh, Southern Armory Facebook page, also great places to uh, submit questions and, and get them answered throughout right. the week. Uh, got a question here for you, Aaron. What are the pros and cons of owning a revolver if you're getting a handgun? Oh, well, I've got one in my pocket right now. <laughs> so um, pros and cons. All right, well, let's go with cons. Uh, they're hard to unload. They're hard to load. Mm-hmm. And uh you're talking to a guy that teaches people how to shoot. I think some people that are and, getting into, like, if, if they're just getting into it for the first time, which we know yeah. a lot of people are. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. Bu- we get a lot of first time For the right first time, you know, they would probably look at a revolver as, like... Simplistic. Yeah, that, yeah they still make... Isn't that, like, Old West? Like, right. I didn't think that was still a thing, but there are still some... Yeah. Po- um, some positives to yeah. it. Yeah, and, and so, you know, I, like I said, I got one in my pocket, and I carry a speed strip in my other one, and but I'm dressed, you know button down and mm-hmm. I slack so it's kind of hard to put a Glock in my waistband today. Looking sexy. Hey man, you know, somebody's got to do it. So, uh, Chad. <laughs> it's alright buddy, you can laugh. It's true. <laughs> we'll go out later, I'll get all the ladies. I'll throw you a piece. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, well, revolver's great um, but it, you gotta have some special considerations with it. Um, the trigger press is generally a lot longer, a lot heavier. Uh, the one that I have in my pocket is a Smith & Wesson Performance Center. It's a little bit higher-end gun. However, they already come with a trigger job and a bunch of stuff polished internally, and they look really good, too, uh, and they're super easy to conceal. Um, mine's got a little special grip with, like, a, a, a clip on the side, and so sometimes, like, you know, Piper, she talks me into getting ice cream really late at night, which is probably horrible for my diet, but she does it anyway, and we'll go up to uh, Walgreens, which also did the open carry thing, if I recollect correctly, and uh, I'll throw that in my waistband, cover it with a shirt, and off I go, and I don't need a belt. That's that's the that's yeah. the fun part, so I can yeah. just throw on, like, my basketball shorts and go. Um, s- but difficult to load, difficult to unload. The sights are kind of weird. They're not like a traditional, like, you know, post and notch style sight. There's mm-hmm. a trench in the back and then a front blade. And- if somebody was buying that first handgun, uh-huh. would it be, would revolvers kind of be maybe the next step? Like, not. It's a niche. Not a be. So don't start with that. Well, maybe, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a niche, like, you know, like, like I said, today how I'm dressed, the revolver is very appropriate. If I just want to run out and throw a gun in my pocket, you know, and run to the store real quick and I don't want to carry a larger gun, pretty appropriate. Um, if I was going to carry in, uh, certain places, you know, it might be pretty appropriate, you know, versus right. a bigger gun, um, like crowds, you know, like people bumping into your sides and stuff. Um, you know, at that point you may want to carry in your appendix mm-hmm. or carry in a pocket because how many people are going to bump belly to belly with you? And right. Probably not a lot. Right. So, um, and then depends on, on how you're going to, how you're going to carry. That's, that's the big thing and what the purpose is. So for me, sometimes the revolver, when I carry a revolver, I'm also carrying a bigger gun too. I carry the revolver appendix cause it's a get off me gun mm-hmm. and on this is probably going to sound bad, but it's just a, 
if you're that close to me and robbing me, I'm not going to like, you know, go to my side and, you know, do that 90 degree elbow. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, you need to come take one of yeah, our shooting classes because right. we talk about this stuff uh, or, or get in our firearms training simulator because you'll see what I'm talking about over and over again. We mm-hmm. talk about it in our CCW classes. And um, anyway, with all that being said, um, you know, it's just a quick, you know, pull it up and there's no, you know, elbow, 90 degree elbow break, which is one of the things you need to look for because that's when somebody's going for stuff in the waistband. Like, like, see, Tony, you're you're in your pocket right now and your elbow is pretty straight. Right. Right. But when you're going for something higher on your waistband, you can see that you go to yep. a 90 degree. Yep. Uh, and that's the tall tale sign that they're reaching. Maybe they're reaching for a cell phone, right? Like, I got a cell phone, but you can see it breaks at 90 degrees. Right. So now all of a sudden, you know, you know they're, they're going p- for they're something in a pocket yeah. or they're going for something off of like where their belt is. Yeah, off their waist. And, and with that being said, uh, you know, you start seeing that, you know, a couple dudes walking up to you and you see that break, man, I'd be ready for a gun to come out on right. you. Right. So, um, you know, if they're that close to you, you can <laughs> sound bad. You can drive that revolver, you know, kind of into them and make contact with them. Yeah. Right. A semi-auto would knock that out of battery and you can you can press five times. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at that point, uh, I would take that gun and I would drop it on the ground and I would pull out my big gun because at that point, the other dudes are going to be running away. Yeah. And, um, and, if, and if they still want a tango, then, you know, you've got your Glock, mm-hmm. you know, 19 or Glock 17 or your 1911 or whatever you want to carry right. um, that, that you can take further shots with and everything else. So it's kind of like layers of defense. I think we've yeah. probably talked about like home security. Yeah. You have a big dog. You know, have thorny bushes, yep. have an alarm system. And it all comes down to, we've talked about it many, many times, y- y- what are you comfortable with? Yeah. What are you and a revolver most capable And a revolver is definitely a skill. Yeah. You know, so, it's it's something that... And you it, learn what you're most comfortable with by going to Southern Armory yep. and talking to Aaron. Put, it, put them in your hands. Taking these classes. Yeah. Yep. And, touching the and gun. Yeah, it's learning been, how they shoot. It's been something we've talked about just doing a straight up revolver class um, where we just take people out with revolvers and teach them some tricks um so it yeah but it, it's i like revolvers i became a revolver guy i was a semi-auto guy at first and then mm-hmm. i became a revolver guy another question can you leave your gun in your car or your home when you are not there and if so are there any requirements of how it must be stored well uh we've talked about the the car thing before i would imagine um, this is more of a car question than a home yeah question, than a but... home question you know home you definitely should should lock them up because you know people break into houses um but can i leave it in my car when i'm not in it so yeah you can uh, i would come get a vehicle say from southern armory they're around 40 bucks and they're good for more than just guns. You can put your your wallet in there, and you yeah. know, cash or ammunition, flashlights, knives, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you can, uh, but you need to make sure it's secure. And you know, the plastic glove box. Like I got a Jeep, right? And I know uh, Glover's got one too. And I'm sure he would tell you too, and like that. And he drives around with like soft top and doors off, like which the right. man's insane. Um, so, you know, that center console is plastic and the glove box is plastic and they lock, but, you know, I mean, a pry bar, you can get into them. So having a good metal vehicle safe is is a great idea. If you travel on the airlines, uh, you can, they doubles as a TSA approved case oh, that's for, for, for firearms. So you're kind of two, two stones, uh, uh, or two, two birds, birds one, one stone. stone. Yep. Yeah, I'm tired. No, uh, you're good. And then you know the house too. You get a you get a frame. You can mount it in a closet, right. and then it slides in and out. So really, can go everywhere with you. 
Illinois does have a requirement if you get out of your vehicle that it has to be secured, right? Um, yep. And there are some legal repercussions, but I'd imagine this this person is probably in Missouri. Yep. And if you have more questions, don't forget you can always submit them on the uh, Southern Armory or the Second Amendment Radio Facebook page, and we'll try to answer them here on the Absolutely. air. But Aaron always answers them right there on Facebook. We got to go. But don't forget to download the podcast off the radio.com app if you missed anything or you want to hear us again or follow us on Facebook. And we'll see you back here next Saturday for another edition of Second Amendment Radio on 97.1 FM Talk. Bam. Another one in the box. Mm-hmm. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.